Devin threw the runestone into the small fire burning on the concrete floor. His heart quickened, thrumming excitement through his unrepentant erection until it was hard, burning coal under his robes. Perhaps he should have tried less dangerous spells first, but he didn't want to mess with boring fundamentals like calling the winds or casting a glamour. Ever since he found his stepfather's book of shadows in the trunk at the foot of his parents' bed, technically under lock and key, but Devin knew where the key was, and read about the summoning of the succubus, Devin knew he wanted to do it. It had been torture just to wait this long for a holiday from school when his parents would be out of town, and it had taken him weeks to find a place to cast the spell, then clear the warehouse of transients. The book had a drawing that took up the length of the page, a late 19th century wet dream of a winged she-demon. In the small gloss near her waist, the author of the spell wrote, The rune cast submits your request to the underworld. Take care with your choice. The Futhark rune he had chosen, Jera, meant good year or harvest. Oh God, he hopes so. The fire burned purple, then shot up in a column of light. Devin squinted as a shadow split the column in two, then began to obliterate the light. The spell had worked. The succubus was coming. Jera thought that the days of being summoned by horny, power-hungry wizards had ended with the Industrial Revolution. Spirits, demons, magic... These were mere fantasies from a superstitious age. And that was how the spirits, demons, and other magical entities liked it. No more interruptions. No more barred gateways. The world was a succulent garden of desperate, depressed men to consume, and no one ever suspected that their dream lover was real. She and her sisters and brothers could steal the gasping breath of their victim's satisfaction with impunity, and move on without being hunted. However, now she was dragged from one side of the world to the other for the whims of whatever wizard called her. She stepped from the light and braced herself for magic to call her and claim her. But there was no wizard kneeling on the floor, only a boy, a young man who had barely filled out his shoulders and whose dark brown eyes were guileless, He stared up at her with mouth wet and pupils huge, and he did not quell her. The tension that yoked at her shoulders subsided. Jera was called, but she was not snared. Suddenly, her evening seemed much more promising. Devin had attended a few frat parties the last two years. Tipsy sorority girls were once the epitome of sexual aspiration, and the times he'd had them made up his prime accounts of conquest. He knew, though, that nothing would compare with what was before him now. Silver-studded straps at the top of her legs framed her bare cunt, boots of thin leather like a second skin, stopped mid-thigh and laced tightly over bare flesh down the sides, ending in sharp stiletto heels. A latex harness clung to her breasts just below her nipples, and lifted them up to display every square inch of their firm, lush expanse. As she stared down at him, 
she unfurled massive, leathery black wings tipped with curved claws like obsidian glass. A long black tail waved sinuously behind her. Eyeliner-edged eyes glowed deep crimson, the color of fresh blood on white porcelain. Her wet, painted lips were the same color. Black hair that glowed amber in the firelight draped over her shoulders and brushed the sides of her breasts and the upper curve of her ass. And she was all his. Entranced, he stood and reached out to feel one of those perfectly ripe breasts. Ow! His hand jerked back. A welt reddened and swelled from where her tail snapped over it. What the fuck? Did I say you could touch me, boy? The succubus asked. Her voice purred, making the little hairs on his neck stand deliciously on end.